Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website. Head over to shrinkthink.com forward slash podcast, where we've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hey there, Daniel Fava here, and if you don't know me, I'm the host of the Private Practice Elevation podcast, where I share online marketing strategies and interviews to help private practice owners attract more clients and scale their businesses. The Private Practice Elevation podcast is part of the SiteCraft network of podcasts, and I'm super excited to be part of this network alongside Aaron and Nathan and the great work they're doing. If you haven't discovered the Private Practice Elevation podcast yet, you can find it wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd love for you to join me as we explore topics like building an effective website for your private practice, search engine optimization, content marketing, and copywriting, as well as my conversations with experienced private practice owners about scaling a practice, outsourcing, team leadership, and all the things that are going to help you elevate your business and create the life you love. Be sure to check us out at privatepracticeelevation.com for resources and content to help you in your online marketing hey everyone welcome to the shrink think podcast we are here today in our kind of new setup uh it's <laughs> crazy around us in my office we got these like three cameras set up going and technically they're up and they're going um <laughs> i don't really know what's going to happen so we're recording and Trying to figure this out as we go, all the technology kinds of things. But if you are on YouTube, if you're not on YouTube, hop on YouTube. We've got a new channel at shrink-think and check us out. You can listen to us on Spotify and you can watch us on YouTube. And I think we're also going to have the tech to be able to watch on Spotify. So if you're already watching us, cool. Thank you. Um, today, we've got a cool episode. It is about deepening the connection in your relationships. And so I'm titling this, Start Doing This, if you want to deepen the connection in your relationships. And it kind of came out of a conversation I was having with one of my buddies about uh, just uh, like having conversations with people. And like I was kind of explaining how I was frustrated having a conversation with someone and it was like going in a certain direction. And he just put words to this. Um, I probably just gave him all the material and he was like, well, duh, this is what's happening. Right. Um, and. I was like, oh, man, this is really good. And I, I think I was telling like a couple of other people and they're like, wow, I didn't realize that. Again, it's like one of these basic things that it seems really basic. But when you spell it out, you're like, oh, man, if I paid more attention to that, I would probably have better relationships. And if I was uh, more intentional about doing it, then I'd probably create less interference in my relationships. So we're going to talk about that today on the episode. Nathan, any thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually still stuck on the fact that you have other buddies. I mean, (laughs) and apparently you're talking about me for this conversation. (laughs) You were like, I need to process this with you. I figured there's something going on for you over there. I was like, what's happening? You seem like you're not okay. Do you want to talk about it? (laughs) Well, one of the things that happens, I think, that I hear about is somebody trying to have a conversation. They're talking, and and then inevitably what happens 
they will say like, oh, this this person made this all about themselves. Like I wanted to say X, Y, Z. And then they're like, oh, I can relate. And then they start talking about themselves and it's the end. And then the conversation is <laughs> right. like awkward silence, quiet, and we're done. I think that's kind of a great example of, I guess, the issue that a lot of people experience here is that you can be having a conversation with somebody and maybe like there's something that you're wanting to share. And may, I'll add this, too, because I think this comes out of um, a lot of times when people come to therapy, we're talking about relating, connecting, communicating. We give our clients some tips and then they go back out into their relationships and they're like, OK, I'm going to try this. Right. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to open up. I want to like deepen my connection with somebody. And then it doesn't work. Right. They come back in and they tell us these stories where it's like I had something to share and the other person just made it all about them or um, I tried to say something and it just didn't go anywhere. So that was kind of a dud. And the feeling I think people get after they do that is like, that wasn't a good experience, right? Right. Because I had something that I wanted to share. I wanted to um, put it in front of you. I wanted you to know this about me. Maybe we could talk about it a little bit more. But instead, it was sort of like I bared my soul. And then you were like, hmm, I think I'm going to go get a sandwich. <laughs> you know? And it's like, all right. And packing up the soul. <laughs> packing back up into, the soul. Back into the briefcase. Going to put it, two locks on it this time. Return to Amazon. Sorry, that's what I thought. Yeah. So I think part of that is the rhythm and timber that happens inside a relationship when people are used to certain things going on. If you have practiced, for example, if you're working on deepening your relationships, your therapist has given you some ideas, um, keep in mind, it could be that you are working on your relationships and deepening them, right? Which means they're not deep. So you're starting maybe from a point that has more to do with something like you're not used to talking that way. So that means the other person is not used to hearing you that way either. And, and I would think my hunch is, is that the person you're working with, the therapist you're working with would probably help you to think through that ahead of time, but it still could be that you end up having to make a statement that kind of introduces the fact that you're going to talk a little bit different. And that's, that's kind of like the, like we talked about, like Aaron was saying, this is kind of in some ways basic, but it's also very deep. So in light of that, it's like, how do you, so Aaron, how would you say that you would want to start it? Like, um, as far as like, what would a dialogue look like? Yeah. So let me kind of preface that by saying, I think just sort of explaining that I, I see it as there are like two layers. The top layer is like the more surfacey layer. And when I say more surface, it's not a bad thing, right? There's a lot of conversation that happens on this top surface layer. That's great. You can throw a lot of things into that layer. You can share a lot of stories. You know, we were out with the guys last night and um, there were just a lot of like back and forth. You know, I call it like you're just relating. You know, mm -hmm. somebody says one thing and another person tells another story. And then somebody else throws something else in and you're just having a great time sort of going around the campfire kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that top layer um, of like you're, you're relating by like adding your own stuff into it. Mm -hmm. And then that bottom layer, the deeper layer, I would say, is like if you're wanting to have these deeper connections, you're wanting to go into this layer. And that's what requires a little bit more attention. And from that standpoint, you don't need to th or you should not throw in all of that stuff about like, well, let me tell you about me or this happened to me or I can relate in that way because being with the other person in that space in the right kind of a way is the relating. So so what you said there, just to be clear, the other person 
is in the, the communicator, the talker, whoever is talking. If they are in the layer where they're in the second layer down, the other person is just mainly a listener. Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily. I think so. When you're in the top layer, I think it's easy to kind of like talk uh, like with each other over mm. each other. You can sort of like add things. You can like really like rapid. Uh, what do you call it? Rapid fire, spit fire kind of back and forth. But when you're in a deeper layer, I think it does require a whole lot more listening. I wouldn't say that the listener's job is primarily to only listen as though they can't add anything themselves, right? Okay, right? So yes, definitely do more listening when you're in that deeper space. But then also, I think it's less of let me throw my own stuff in there. And instead, it's more of let me ask more questions. Okay. So in, re so in relating to that, would you imagine that somebody could say like, oh, I think I see what you're saying. What happened to me was X, Y, Z, but tell me more about that. Or would you even not even um, So that? are you saying if you were the if communicator? I was the no, if I was the listener. So so you're the mm -hmm. communicator, I'm the listener. So you've just said something. Right. And I state to you, like I'm in layer two, right? And I say to you something like, oh, that's that's really interesting. Um, I can relate to that a little bit, but go ahead and maybe tell me more about it. Would that be okay? Or yeah, we, I think uh, to me, I would say like that, um, that or, that's like acceptable in a certain sense. It's like mm -hmm. it's within bounds. I get a little bit of... Uh, on edge you know because mm -hmm. i think the feeling as a communicator i get is like oh no are you going to make this about you right right that's kind of why i was asking mm -hmm. is at what point does it because i'm thinking of the person the people that we're talking to and the person thinking yeah i want to listen well i want to make sure that nobody thinks this is about me but also if you get struck by something you know when the person's talking you're like what you know you might want to say like oh my gosh like Oh, you know, my mom did something like that to me, you know, but that could throw things off if you if you end up trying to do that um, in the moment. Yeah. So that's interesting because, um, OK, so as I'm as we're talking about this, I think as the communicator, I'm thinking I'm the one who's sharing something mm -hmm. and it's and, and, and it's vulnerable or it's personal or it's really significant to me. And it needs to have the both the space and the value that it that it holds right so if it's a, if it's a really important thing or it's a really personal thing it needs to have a larger amount of space between us or in our relationship right now in this conversation and it needs to hold more value than what those surfacey things would allow right because when i say more value i mean if you're just like oh that's cool you know you just move <laughs> on it's like no it's not right you know like if, if if this big thing happened even if it's like really awesome or really great or if it's like really bad and, you know, painful, it needs to have a certain amount of weight, right? The weight that it carries, you need to give it that weight in the communication, in the conversation. Right. So recognizing that would not mean necessarily relating to it at that point. Because Correct. Because you, you don't have permission to relate to it yet because the, the talker, the communicator needs to understand that you actually do understand. Correct. That's the first thing is like, do you even understand what I'm saying? Right. That's right. that's the, the key. And with these deeper, I would say, and even a little bit more complex things, because they're more personal, they are more difficult to understand usually because they're more it's more like it's personal in the sense that maybe as a communicator, I don't exactly know how to say it or maybe I don't have mm -hmm. perfect clarity on it. And so I'm like putting it out there and I'm wanting us to see it together so that maybe you can help me see it better or maybe it's really personal and it's like crystal clear, but it's like so painful or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it does or embarrassing or embarrassing. So it, it it needs to have a lot of clarity and I need you to see a lot of it, not just like, oh, yeah, I see that over there. 
Right. Oh, yeah, my mom did that. Right. Tell me more. Like Exactly. More. So there's that element, I think, of like, okay, I see it. And you said, like, the whole relating thing. You know, initially I said relating kind of belongs in that top layer. Mm-hmm. Relating doesn't really belong in this bottom layer of like, oh, yeah, that happened to me. Although that can happen, that, that can be something that's appropriate eventually. Mm-hmm. Because if you're asking questions, if you understand, if you're really giving me that kind of space and connection about whatever it is I'm talking about that it really deserves, that is relating. Right. I don't right, need right. you to to say like, oh, yeah, that happened to me in order for me to feel like we're related, we're connected, we're like on the same page about it. Right. Because the process that you're you're bringing up is is actually it's like this mutual discovery in some ways, because the person, whoever's talking is maybe sharing some of this for the first time or they're sharing something specifically with with you, for example. And so as you're understanding it by saying things like, oh, my goodness, tell me more or um, like, OK, so you said this. Is that right? You know, those kind of things. Then it's like this mutual coming to um, coming to the same space type of type of thing. But you can't actually relate when you said eventually relate. You can't really do that until the, the space itself is actually explored. And, and then you can cre- reflect on it. And been created. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like when you're asking those questions, like, um, what was that? You know, tell me more about that. Or, you know, maybe you're getting into some of the details of it. Like, if, let's just say it was something really embarrassing. Or actually, you know what? Let's say it was um, uh, there was like an accident. I'm thinking of my buddy who um, was in an accident. So I'm just relating this to like his life. Right. And so it may be like, well, what, tell me about this accident. How did that happen? Like, oh, man, what did you do next? Or Mm. Um, how did people respond? You know, like when we were talking with, uh, Pavel, when he was on our, our show, um, he was telling us that he had this car accident, similar kind of a thing. And then it's like, you go home to the hospital. And so some of the questions are like, well, how did people respond? You know, like, what did they do? What did they, what were they like when they heard about this accident? You know, it's like you wanted to develop more of the story. Mm-hmm. And then like, once that space has been created and he can sort of share more about his experience and maybe even you ask questions of like, what was that like for you? You know, you're not just wanting to understand the details of it, mm-hmm. but also what was your experience? Like, what did you feel? What did you think? Um, I'm kind of thinking too, like after, like a, after a, a sporting event, like a, a football game or basketball game or whatever the uh, whoever that person will go up to the best athlete of the the game like how were you feeling when such and such happened like kind of wrong place at the wrong <laughs> I hate those right because you're like I mean I just was like glad we won the game like there's, there's not a lot of time for a ton of feeling you know <laughs> right. deep feeling. Yeah, right. Um, at that time, but that's that's It'd be so funny though. If somebody said, "Let's take a moment." Um, yeah, I think I felt a little tingly <laughs> <Right. laughs> or whatever. Like, anyway, it's a good question, but just not for that kind of a thing. Cause that, that's not a deep thing. I mean, you're playing a game, right? <laughs> right. You're, you're whatever. So, but in this space, yeah, ask those questions. And then maybe at some point when you've had enough of like, okay, I've heard the story, you could say something like, um, you know, I was in an accident too. And the other person might be like, oh, wow, really? And then maybe you can say, you know, share about like, what was that like for you or what happened? I'm like, oh, yeah, this and this happened. And I also, you know, damaged my C5 or whatever. And so at that point, it's kind of like not only has the space been created for that first communicator um, to be seen and heard and to really kind of put that stuff out there. And then we've connected over it. 
But if you do have something to share as a listener and you put that on the table at that point, then it's like, oh, not only are we connected just by you sharing this, but also we're connected in that we've had a similar experience. But that doesn't always need to be the case. I, you know, (laughs) I think I could illustrate what like like the train wreck that this could be <laughs> yeah so like i think you, i know where you're going like, i don't know like i'm just thinking of pavel right where like he talks about like okay then like i couldn't get control of the vehicle nobody knows why to this day and then i hit this road sign and it started it, and it flipped over and then both my wife and i broke our necks and then i say like oh i was in a car accident one time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I like swerved one time i almost hit something it's really scary like like that <laughs> Yeah, and then and then the conversation's just done. It's like, no, not at all like not, that. Not like okay, that. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, there was this one time I ran over a squirrel. <laughs> Is it like that? Right. It's like you're tr- you're fishing for something right. like related to. I was going to keep talking and tell you, but like, right. like, but this is all now about you. So tell me about the squirrel. Right, <laughs> right. That's the train wreck. That's what like shuts it down. That's why it's. We're laughing because it's so ridiculous, right? <laughs> but that's unfortunately, I think that's what a lot of people do. And and of course, they're well intentioned, right? You're trying to connect and relate through like, oh, what's my experience? It's like you're starting out telling me like you had this embarrassing experience, and you're like, like, oh yeah, I wore a dress one time when I was, you know, like if I'm talking to a woman and she's telling me something, I'm like, oh yeah, I dressed up, you know, as a woman for a skit one time in college, and it's like, okay, I you don't, I don't you don't need to have all the same experiences, you know, like, Oh, and then I had these high heels on. I'm like, Oh yeah, I've worn high heels in the store once. I'm like, it, okay, that doesn't, Oh, oh fine. I wasn't even talking about that. Yeah. And then like I slipped and fell. Then like, you know, my dress flew up or whatever. And it's like, Oh yeah. Uh, have I ever had that experience? I'm like, that's not the point. The point isn't to like, listen and be thinking, have I had that experience? Can I relate to that in some way? Has that happened to me? Like, that's kind of the wrong thing because you're thinking about yourself as opposed to making space for the Mm -hmm. other person. So when somebody starts talking about something, if it you can, I think, generally tell the vibe when stuff changes. But maybe we should highlight that. I'm not sure. Um, As somebody's sharing there, you know, you're going back and forth in layer one, as we're calling it. And um, then somebody goes, you know what? I do have to say it's like, okay, at that point you're changing. You're probably going to be going to find out what they have to say. Right. So now it's not like this big pop in thing because they just told you they are going to say something. And it's also the content, right? If you're talking about something really light and then somebody shares something that seems more substantial and like, um, I was in a really bad car accident once and I broke my neck. Like, that's not usually the topic of a light conversation, right? <laughs> not usually. The content is there, but also the tone will change. Right. You know, somebody goes from like, you know, oh, this one time, we were, oh, yeah, that was awesome, to like, well, I was in a car accident. There's like a serious tone, right? And maybe the speech is slower. I'm not just the speed of what I'm um, communicating all slows down. My tone is more serious, all that kind of stuff is indicating like we're in a different layer here. So if you're still relating at that time, come back and listen to our podcast episode (laughs) a few more times. I was just thinking (laughs) of the SNL skits when they go to um, Debbie Downer. Yeah. And like everybody's talking and then no matter what happens, she's, well, I'm not doing very well. Like, (laughs) like about it. Well, it's official. I can no longer have children. (laughs) Like, well, so I guess you're not drinking wine. Like, (laughs) like, 
<laughs> or I guess you are drinking anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we are kind of betting on at least some of this to where you're going to recognize what's going on. Um, but, uh, but after you notice it, you really need to hold yourself back and explore the space that this person's talking about. And then after the, the space is explored, meaning like maybe you've asked a little, some questions about it, like, oh, are you trying to say this? Or what are you noticing about that? Or did, did you ever consider X, Y, Z? Not because you're trying to give them an idea, but because you're actually just curious and trying to understand. After that's explored and the person really doesn't have anything else to say. It's at that point that you enter into reflection and then you could say, you know, this is what happened to me one time and it seems like that's kind of similar. What do you think? And in some ways you're changing it, but in some ways the person gets the opportunity to feel like, man, you really do get it. Yeah. And I think towards like in the end of there, like we, if you've been talking about it for a couple of minutes or maybe even longer, you know, if it needs that, I think I like to say, you know, something like, hey, thanks for sharing that with me. Like. I appreciate you letting me in on that. Just something really simple that acknowledges the courage it takes to share. But then also, if you're not sure if it's over, you can just simply ask the question like, um, is there anything else that you um, want me to know about that? Or is there anything else about that that you want to share and just leave the space? Because sometimes sometimes the person is just reflecting, you know, um, mm -hmm. on what they've just shared and they need that kind of like, is there anything else? Oh, yeah, there's this one more part or maybe it's like, no, thank you for listening. You know, you can sort of like wrap it up and move on or, or you can relate to it, you know, but that way you've kind of acknowledged together that we've gotten what we need out of this. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 